Welcome to Season 5 of Talking Home Renovations with the House Maven. I'm your host, Catherine McPhail. I am an architect practicing in Massachusetts. My passion is old houses, new technologies, and sustainability. Previous seasons of this podcast have featured many vendors, subcontractors, architects, designers, covering many aspects of renovations and hiring professionals to help. In this season, I'll be focusing on collecting even more renovation stories because we can all learn from each other and I just can't resist talking to people about their houses. This episode is about a woman's relationship with her house, a Gothic revival in New Jersey dating back to 1770. Donna Busio on Instagram as want to be decorator shares her experience with me and her advice about old houses. Welcome to the show, Donna. Thank you. Your house is a 1770. It was built, yes. right? But then it's it, but then it is now a gothic kind of style. It's gothic revival. Gothic with, revival. Yeah. So you can really identify that by the peaks and and the like embellishments on the front of the house on the porch. Yeah. How did you how did you find the house or have you always loved old houses or do you happen upon it or how did that come to be? It's funny. I grew up in a split level. Um, so I didn't know I loved old houses. I just always felt like an old soul. Mm. So I, uh, my ex-husband and I, I never felt comfortable in the town that I lived in before, meaning it's a beautiful town, but it wasn't like, um, I never felt at home. And I did live in a Tudor and it was from 1920. And um, I said to my ex-husband, I was like, you know what? I want a farmhouse. I want to stop working. I want a farmhouse. So we were looking in Bucks County, Pennsylvania, beautiful mm. stone farmhouses. We came across, I was driving through the town that he grew up in, which is New Providence, New Jersey. And I saw this house that I'm in now for sale with a for sale sign. I'm like, there's a house right here. <laughs> it's 20 minutes away from where we live. And it's in the town that you grew up in. And we have a business right down the road. Mm. And he's like, which house? I didn't see anything. And I told him, he goes, oh my God, I grew up loving that house. Oh. So we ended up not going to Bucks County. We ended up moving here. Um, it was at the height of the market. So we took all the proceeds from that other house and put them right into this house. So mm. I feel very fortunate. I think it's timing and a lot of other things um, to be here. Yeah, that's lucky. And your business was right down the road? Yeah, we owned a deli and liquor store down the road. I never stopped working. I'm still, you know, career woman, which probably is best for me anyway, I realized. I probably yeah. would have lasted at home maybe a year. So <laughs> so have you done a lot of, had to do a lot of work or how? what was the condition of the house when you got the house? So honestly, structurally very, very good for a 253-year-old home. To be honest, there was nothing that was on the list that had to be done immediate on, in terms of what I knew before I moved in. Unfortunately, which I wish there's a way that companies would allow people to wait until there's a big rainstorm to buy a house. Yeah. But no after I moved in, within a month, there was a big rainstorm and there were leaks in about four different spots in the house. Mm. I just was livid. I was very upset and livid because I felt kind of blindsided a bit that there was maybe a cover up. Now, I don't know. I, the people are lovely that I bought it from. Uh, mm -hmm. But what did that had to do was it raised, well, elevated the priority list for me. So right away, new roof. Like there was nothing that we could do. So we invested. So I would say invest in your home. Like it's 
your future and you're protecting your asset because it is usually the biggest asset that people have. So sure. instead of uh, a regular roof, um, asphalt, I guess it's called, mm-hmm. um, we got uh, the wood shake, the cedar shake sing- shingles done. Oh, very nice. And that was the best investment. Unfortunately, it wasn't planned or expected, but um, mm. I haven't had to worry since not one drop of rain. <laughs> oh, good. I think people sometimes are just maybe it's not a cover up so much. They're just kind of looking forward to getting their house sold. And so, yeah, I, like I said, I love them. I, they're still, they follow my Instagram. They're always commenting, you know, about how they enjoy the updates I've done. You mm-hmm. know, that could be the opposite where they're like, we hate what you've done. But um, so they're lovely. I'd never ever said a word to them. So if they hear this, they're going to hear about it. Mm-hmm. I've never mentioned it to them. Okay. So then you have a beautiful new cedar roof. Mm-hmm. The rest of the house on the inside was what was what was the situation there? You know, there was a lot of wallpaper. There are a lot of plaster walls. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of uh, waves in the walls and things like that. Also, when I moved in, you know, looked at the home, everything was even. But when I brought my own furniture, everything was lopsided because all the floors are like, I guess, uh, slanted towards the center. So Mm -hmm. every piece of furniture, almost every piece of furniture I have is on little um, blocks, especially downstairs, upstairs, not so much, but downstairs. So that was also something where I was like, what do you do? And you don't do anything. You just level it up. There's nothing you can really do unless you're willing to like do whole new support for the first floor. Mm-hmm. But I look past all the paint and the wallpaper, the rug. That's another thing. Don't get hung up on old rugs. Like I, I watch house hunters a lot and people are like, I don't like the paint color. I don't like the rug. I'm like, those mm. are the easiest, yeah. <laughs> most inexpensive things to do. Yeah. It's more about those other big things. Like if you see the bones are good, you can work with anything pretty much. That is true. It's mm-hmm. to my advantage that other people don't look beyond the paint or the, you know, other cosmetic things they don't like. Because it is really mm-hmm. easy to change that. But yeah, some people just want a move-in ready house, which I'm going to say yeah. most old houses aren't. Even new houses. I mean, you're not going to like all the paint colors people choose and, and tiles and things right. like that. So where do you get these blocks? Do you just make them up? Are they shingles? Are they yeah, my dad is super handy. Thank okay. God. And so he'll just go to the, you know, the barn or his little garage and cut me, you know, little blocks. So, yeah, if you're looking for if somebody's looking for a new house on, you know, and, and is listening in, do not be scared. But you can I didn't know to look for that, but. They had all their stuff on. They told me afterward. I didn't know. Oh, because um, the couch looked level, but it turned out that it was. Yeah, I just didn't even think to look. I was more like intrigued by all the character and all that of the home. Yeah, I think that's the thing mm-hmm. we have to concentrate on is the character of the home. Because if you're mm-hmm. looking for a flat floor, you're probably not going to find it. <laughs> so right. That's what I've been telling myself. You have a kind of a beautiful way of filling your house with life. It looks like to me, like there's a lot of personality in there. Would you mind talking a little bit about that? Sure. I mean, in the past I was wondering like, how did I even develop this style? And I couldn't quite figure it out. And then I thought back to my mom and my mom um, loved plants. She loved, she still loves, she's still around, but she loves little tchotchkes. Um, that's an American word. I'm I'm first generation Italian. So she'd have like little statues and things all around pictures and, and she loved going to garage sales. So at the time, so she'd collect just things that were cheaper that caught her eye that she's, oh, this is cute. And she'd bargain, bargain, bargain. And I'd be so embarrassed. I'd be like, oh my God, I can't. 
Now I took her place, but what I, my point is she had a mishmash of things. It wasn't necessarily that they were a ton of money or valuable, but they appealed to her for some reason or another. Now I would say my mom is a little bit more cluttered and doesn't necessarily put them together the same way I do, mm -hmm. but she loves them just the same, everything she has in her home. So what I believe where I believe my style has grown from is from my mom. Mm -hmm. Like she's thrifty and she'll just like go and grab something because it appeals to her and she loves it. I think I have another quality or skill, which is, you know, putting things together in a way that's appealing, right, to the masses, maybe more so than just, mm -hmm. you know, yourself, unique. And I'm like I we were chatting prior to this is to me, it's about balance and weight. Like mm -hmm. it could be a $5 picture against a thousand dollar print that I invested in or a painting, yeah. they can go on the same wall. It's about balance. Yeah, it's true. And also different yeah. textures and patterns and things which you have right. all over yep. with the lampshades and your, your curtains. I'm just kind of inspired by it because a lot of people think of these colonial houses as having colonial furnishings and things, but it, you know, mm -hmm. it really doesn't have to be period furniture. You know, it could just be like an eclectic, eclectic collection of things. Right. It's yeah. not like I never wanted a home that where it's like you bought the whole showroom mm -hmm. because you want to you want to keep people curious and interested as they're walking. That's what everybody says. What did you do now? Like, let me walk around mm -hmm. because it piques their interest. It gives them ideas, too. Mm -hmm. And I am not ashamed of how I put anything together. I just I just love it. And it listen, I go to thrift shops, flea markets. I'll stop at a garage sale. I'll also, if I fall in love with something that's more expensive, I'll save up for it. And it becomes an heirloom for mm -hmm. my kids and my family. There's yeah. my kids love everything. And they even say, don't ever sell that. Don't sell. They don't want me to get rid of anything. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> it's like a feeling of comfort and whatever you define it to be, it's yours. You own it. Right. So yeah. So don't try to please other people. Just do right. what you love. You're living in your house. Yeah. I look at pictures a lot, to be honest with you, too, certain magazines. Mm -hmm. And yes, layering and texture just gives interest. Like I'll put all kind of patterns together. There just has to be some kind of commonality, whether it's a color, a theme, a weight to it. You want a light with a heavier, you know, feel, you know, um, aesthetic, you know, a fur pillow with something that's more solid and, you know, a little bit heavier fabric. So. Mm -hmm. It's, it's fun. It's yeah. a lot of, like I said, balance and weight for me. I love fur. Fur stuff is it's just fun. I have so many. My kids are like, you're bringing home another. <laughs> like I have so many fur benches and stools. I think almost every room has something furry in it. It's like, you know, pets, little pets around the house that <laughs> just sit there. So that's more convenient. Well, so getting back to your house, do you know what the history is of your house or? Yeah, my house is actually in our town book. You know, every town publishes almost every town a book about the history of their town. Mm -hmm. So it's in there, um, which I'm pretty proud of. It started out as, a, you know, it's a, somebody, it was somebody's home. It was, I think it's the second oldest home in town. We, I argue that it's the first, but I have to really go and do some research. Mm -hmm. um, it was a stagecoach stop. Mm. It was an apple orchard. It was also a place where everybody in town would meet. So my dining room is very big. Oh, nice. But I was told that the chairs would be pushed all to the sides. There was no real table and everybody would just sit there and, and chat. So mm -hmm. that was the meeting room. Uh, also, people in town were waked here. Um, it was the only place in town. So if somebody passed, people were waked in my parlor. Ooh. Um, yeah. 
never, never scared here though. I've never seen anything. I've had a couple weird things happen, but nothing where I was like, oh my God, I can't live here or oh, yeah. there's ghosts. Never. Well, just because they're ghosts never. doesn't mean they're, you know, evil spirits or anything. Yeah. 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 So that's the story. And then there's only been about six families than me that have lived here in 253 years. Mm. So people are like, I was told when I moved in, you're really a caretaker for this home. Yeah. You're here for a certain time and then you pass it on to somebody else kind yep. of thing. Yep. That's true. It sounds like your house is more of a public type space. The house I grew up in was kind of like that too. People would stop there. It was just kind of one of those places people would stop and ask to use the phone. This is before cell phones. Um, oh, wow. You know, or all these just <laughs> random people would show up at our house. I guess it was just kind of like, it was an old house too. I don't know. It was just some, t- some houses feel like they're part of the town fabric more mm-hmm. than other yeah. houses. You know, maybe it's location or whatever. Are you right in the middle of town? I I am not. I'm outside of downtown, but on the main road. So, and at a cross street where there's a traffic light. So everybody knows my house Mm. and they actually look for my decorations for Mm. every holiday. And if I don't have them up, they're like, are you putting up decorations this year? Are you doing Halloween? So it's actually puts pressure on me, which is good. So I can't procrastinate, but it's actually nice to to see people looking at my house when they're at the stoplight. And Mm -hmm. um, a lot of times people will wave and say, I love your house. I love your flowers. It makes me feel good because I'm pretty proud, especially that you know, I'm a single mom. I've lived here longer alone than with my ex-husband. And I've been here 17 years. So I've been able to maintain it and improve on it much more so than I did when I was married. So for me, it's like particularly special when people say that. I can see why you're proud of it. It looks great. So what improvements have you made to the house? Oh boy. Uh, Besides the roof, a lot of cosmetic stuff. I've updated my bathroom. I did it all with Facebook Marketplace mm-hmm. items, so on a budget. That was super fun. Uh, my kids' bathroom, I updated there as well. And I have to say, I decided to go with a lower estimate on the person that did the work, and they did it on the side. Mm-hmm. I would caution that and go more in the middle because they uh, didn't know how to work with an old house as much and took a lot of shortcuts, which kind of caused me some extra money down the road. Yeah. I've redone the kitchen altogether, completely gutted. It started out as a, as a small project. It ended up into a complete gut in the kitchen. So, And I moved my laundry room and the wood floors. So upstairs, every floor is exposed. I have no rugs at all. And probably 90% of my home is hard wide plank flooring hmm. original. Upstairs, there was some lead paint, so I had to go over the floor in two rooms, but they're wide plank flooring, you know, floors, and there's two rooms that have tile um, that I haven't replaced yet, so I'm still kind of working on, like, that project next. I've done the porch. I've redone the whole porch. It was sinking. Mm-hmm. I kind of wait till everything's just about to fall yeah. uh, because I like to maintain the character. So I was like, it's time for the porch. So we, the whole porch was ripped off and put actually back in much better shape. Every, every detail done. And then the outside I've done patio. And so I guess I've done a lot. (laughs) I pick one project a year. Mm. That's how I've been doing it. Yeah. Especially since I've been on my home. So am I remembering correctly that you had gutted your kitchen and there was a newspaper? Yes. So tell me about that. That's one of my stories. So my cousin and I have similar interests. Like we love Cape Cod. We love going antiquing. So um, they had just tore down, um, I guess, all of the uh, 
plaster. Mm-hmm. So uh, I come home and my my builder is like completely, he looks like a ghost. I was cracking up for like five minutes, mm-hmm. completely white. Compl- and I'm like, oh my God, what happened? He's like, we took down everything. It's so dusty. And I'm like, oh, I was like, what's up there? And I look up and I see newspaper stuffed in like the, uh, uh, the right by the ceiling where the wall joins the ceiling. I'm like, oh my God, there's newspaper up there. I wonder how old it is. Mm-hmm. And I call my cousin, at my, he leaves. I call my, I'm like, you have to come here. I was like, we have to do this together. Can you believe there's, you know, newspaper up there? She's like, I'm coming right over. She lives 15 minutes away. So um, I go in, she gets there, we get on a ladder. I, I pull out a piece of newspaper and I open it up and I look at the bottom of the newspaper and it says, I, I can't remember the exact date, but I think like June 25th. And I look at her and I say, what's today's date? And she's like, June 25th. Mm-hmm. So I pulled out the paper the same exact day wow. that, that you know, we were, we were standing there and we were just like, oh my God, that is weird. It was the weirdest feeling, mm. a sign that maybe I belong there. I don't know, but wow. unusual to say the least. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a fun coincidence. How, what year was it? Do you remember? I don't remember. Um, I don't remember. I was just so stuck on, yeah. On the day. And I looked for it before I made that post on Instagram. I thought I must have saved this somewhere, but I couldn't find it. Yeah. That would be a fun thing to have on the, on the wall, like a little piece. She's my witness though. She was here. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have any other stories like that? Yeah, I have one other interesting one because people always say this place is haunted. We've heard in town. I'm like, it's not haunted. I, I swear I've never seen anything. But one weird thing happens. It was like a couple weeks after I moved in and we have a smokehouse. The smokehouse never used to be attached to the house, but the previous owners attached it to my home. So I'm coming in the side door. There's a door knocker on the side door. And then there's a door knocker on the door to the kitchen because it used to be a regular door. Right. Mm-hmm. So it was still there. It was the smokehouse is attached. So. I was walking past it and all of a sudden it pops off the door, screws and everything. It was screwed in. Like there was, it was not loose screws and everything pops off the door, falls, you know, flies onto the floor. And I was just like, Oh my God, (laughs) what the heck? There had to be loose screws. Listen, it was not lopsided. There were, everything was there. Mm. So to me, that was weird very strange. That is the only thing like that, that ever happened. I did mention it to the homeowners. I'm like, I never put it back on by the way. And I eventually removed that door. Um, when I did the kitchen, I asked the previous homeowners, I'm like, Oh my God, this weird thing. They're like, well, they like to walk back and forth. And I'm like, what? Yeah. Who's they? (laughs) She's like, they like to walk back and forth because you can go from the smokehouse right straight through to the dining room, to the front door. And I was like, well, we probably closed the door a few times, right? So I was like, all right, I don't know what that means, but I'm just going to get rid of the door, not put the door knocker on, and that's it. And I never, nothing ever happened since then. Wow. Who's they? Did they say who they were? Who did she mean by no, that? No, you know, they were implying, I guess, ghosts or people that lived here before. Mm. Um, wow. Okay. Well, yeah. so even so, from from another dimension, they can still have an impact on the on the design of the house, I guess, by making you remove <laughs> yeah, the door. Right. <laughs> well, that's good to know. It's good to know. That'll that'll give us something to do later. 
to get other right. people to do what we want? I would say if you love old homes, just go for it. I did not tell my dad or my in-laws uh, at the time that I was buying this house because mm. they would tear it apart. My, you know, my in-laws lived around the corner. They wanted to buy me to buy their house. They had a ranch. It mm. just wasn't for me. And I have a certain style and I didn't want somebody to be like, you can't do that. Why are you doing that? This is, I did that 10 years ago. Why are you moving exactly. it? Kind of. Yeah, that's probably And then my dad, who grew up in Italy, which is like ancient, right? Mm-hmm. In terms of like my house is young compared to right. a lot of places there, 700, a thousand years old. He is the most handy, hardworking guy I know, but a little bit of a pessimist when it comes to homes or certain projects, especially if his kids are investing. So I didn't tell him either because I knew he was going to pick it apart. After I bought it, I told him Mm -hmm. he was a little bit mad at me, but I said, dad, if I would have brought you here, you would have talked me out of it. And I'm right. Because I know that that's what he would have done, but all in love. And I get it. Um, he loves this place. Now my, my mom loves the home. Um, so I would say, follow your heart, um, do the right thing. Don't ever forego inspections and all that kind of stuff, but it's a feeling if you love old homes, when you walk in the right one, you're just going to be like, this is it. Like when I walked in here, I was like, wow, this is home. And that's what I said. I was longing for a feeling of home. Mm -hmm. Um, so I say, you know, do the right thing structurally, but follow your heart. You see beyond the paint uh, the rug, the wallpaper, and just if you can vision yourself living there, you know, visualize. I mean, um, it's it's for you. That is so. a very good point. So how can people follow along on your journey? Um, so I have an Instagram account, which is dedicated to my home. Once in a while, I'll put a funny picture or something. like It's actually home, family, and food. Because that's my mantra. That's how I grew up. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's all about that. So you'll see me cooking sometimes or sharing a recipe, but I really don't put too much about my well, myself or my personal life. Um, but if you want ideas, if you like maximalism, or you just want to learn how to put things together, or get an idea or DIY project, I'm on a want to be decorator is my W A N is in Nancy, the number two, the letter B, and then decorator. I, I do. I love your account and I do find it inspiring. So I'm going to get some Thank furry you. stuff. I guess that's what I'm missing yeah. right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. It does add interest. Thank you for listening. And thank you so much for sharing this show with your friends. It is growing all the time. And I really appreciate that. I would love to hear from you if you have anything to say about this episode or past episodes, good or bad or a suggestion for a new episode, send me an email at thehousemaven at talkinghomerenovations.com. Talking Home Renovations with the House Maven is a proud member of Gable Media, the most engaged AEC network on the planet. Check out my other show and all the rest of the shows at gablemedia.com. That's G-A-B-L-M-E-D-I-A.com. And until next time, take it easy.